VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. I'm always so happy to be here on Voice America because Voice America believes that information is power, the Internet is the future, and the future is now, and that's why I'm here. My program, Positive Living, brings you practical solutions and positive principles to help you live happy, successful, and joy-filled lives. And we have a wonderful guest for you today. You can call us if you're listening live. We're on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. You can call 866-472-5788. My guest today is Ella Speaks. She's a renowned talk show host, speaker, writer, and spiritual life coach. After retiring from the Air Force, Ella promised herself to do only the things that she really loves. And what we're talking about today is her program, Have a Love Affair with Yourself, 28 Days Challenge, which shows us how to create and fall in love with our life and our circumstances. Welcome, Ella. Well, thank you. It's an honor to be here, Patricia. Oh, good. I'm so glad. You know, um, it's interesting because when I think of, of a woman in the Air Force, and, and you know, again, I, I don't want to use stereotypes, but we do have certain images. And my image is somebody very controlled, very disciplined, um, very achievement-oriented, and then when I think of what you do now, you know, in terms of spirituality and being a life coach and having a program, those are much more intuitive. And so I guess my question is, how did you go from kind of the left brain work <laughs> to the right brain? Well, you know, really the truth is I joined the Air Force to become more disciplined and organized. Oh. And so... Um, I've always been very intuitive, and people have always come to me with their problems, asking me to help them work through them. So that was just a natural thing that I've just always done. And from that, I started pursuing a degree in counseling. But I realized I want to help people take responsibility for themselves and make changes, not to make excuses and to be a victim. So the change from the military to doing life coaching from a spiritual aspect I think was innate with me in the beginning, but I transferred from the career field I did have to being a hospital administrator because I really wanted to help. I wanted to be of value, and so I think that just kind of moved me into the coaching. Everything came together, mm-hmm. and at 50, it was like, okay, this is really what I'm supposed to do. I really get it now. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you talk about really falling in love with yourself and with your life, again, you know, when I'm looking at kind of, I guess, the conventional wisdom, when someone says fall in love with yourself, right away people think narcissism, you care about yourself, you're self-centered, you're egocentric, and I know you're saying something quite different. Well, I really am. Um, as I was meditating, um, I really kept going back to the Bible verse, to love your neighbor as yourself. And I thought, you know, we are so vicious with our neighbors, but then I started looking at how vicious we are with ourselves. I 
I, I think you, even as a media coach, you realize we don't have self-confidence. We um, beat ourselves up. We think that, you know, we're bad or we're fake, that people, if they really knew us, they wouldn't like us. Mm-hmm. And so I really, as I talked to women about how they felt about themselves, I realized that not women and men both have this really negative self-image. It's like they think we need to be perfect, and if we're not perfect, we can't love ourselves. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I will share with everyone is I'm one of those people. I married um, around 21. I was in the Air Force, had just joined. My husband was a dependent. He was the first male dependent on our base. They didn't even know what to do with him. Um, and he, But I didn't know that he was an alcoholic. So being a good Catholic girl, divorce was not an option, and I thought it had to be me, and I was the problem. Mm-hmm. And finally, I'm in Germany. Um, I'm running an office. I have people under me, and I'm just a new sergeant. Uh, well, I'd been there about two years. But I really woke up one morning and said, I don't love me, and I don't like me. And so I really had to look at my life. And that was over 25 years mm-hmm. ago. So, well, yeah, about 20, 20 years ago. So, you know, it took me another number of years to get to the realization that so many of us really don't love ourselves and don't even like our lives. So when you teach this workshop or this program, which is Have a Love Affair with Yourself, the 28 Days Challenge, what's the first thing you talk about? The first thing I talk about is to get really clear with yourself, that we're not talking about feeding yourself um, kudos and, you know, I'm so beautiful, I'm so perfect, yada, yada, yada. It is to find those things that you have that are really beautiful in you. Like um, one of the aspects is to really appreciate the things that you do with other people, the kind of sister you are, the kind of friend that you are, and how giving and wonderful you are in that aspect. And it came from Yama Von Zandt, and she has a wonderful book until today. I encourage everyone, if you like a daily reader, um, to go out and buy it because I think it is just life-transforming. And she talks about writing a love letter to yourself for 40 days. Mm. I, have, have you read that? Have you tried it? No. Okay. Well, it was a wonderful thought, but what I find is nobody will do 40 days. And a lot of people will never even write the first love letter. So what I decided was I wanted to help people start to look at the beauty of what they are, but to offer a program where there are love letters and they can just copy them or a CD that has the love letters on them and they can um, download them. Um, And so you literally do that. You put it in an envelope on beautiful paper and you mail it out to yourself through the mail. So you get this in the mail and when you get it back, you sit down and you give it time. You open it up. You get a cup of tea. You do something special. And it's like a love letter from someone that is saying how much they love them. It, and, um, Patricia, let me ask you, have you ever, when you fell in love, did you ever get separated from someone that you were just deeply in love with or infatuated with and get love letters back and forth? Yes. Okay. Well, I did that, and I also got tapes. My husband now 
he and I sent tapes back and forth that were kind of love letters with music and things in them. And I realized that when I got his love letters, I would go off by myself, and this would be in the middle of a war or being deployed in a place that it, you couldn't always um, find a lot of space to where you're by yourself, but I could even be in a chair in the day room and get something to drink and be so absorbed in that letter that it didn't matter what else was going on around me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was just wonderful to hear someone write or say, you know, I love you, you are so special, and tell you the qualities about yourself that they admired. And so what I love about Iyama, that when you start doing this, you start looking at qualities that you love. You know, what do you admire in your friends? Well, if you admired it, if you admire that in your friends, then it is within you mm-hmm. because the law of attraction right. says we draw to us um, what we focus on and give our intention to. And also, don't you think that you really can't have the really beautiful relationships that you want unless you can kind of treat yourself in the same way? Oh, absolutely. You can't give what you don't have. So if you don't treat yourself well, you really can't treat others well. And if you do, have you had the experience where, you know, you're just all out and you treat other people really, really well, but then you find that you just, you have no energy and you just feel tired and because you're not getting it back. Yeah, yeah. Or sometimes I have felt around certain people very drained. Or I'll leave and I'm exhausted. And sometimes that tells me that maybe, you know, that's a a friend, but maybe not somebody I need to spend a lot of time with because it's too draining. And that is so powerful. Um, I think you've had Jack Canfield on the show. And I I had Jack Canfield on the show a year ago. Um, And he said something that I really, I've heard it before, but it was just the way he said it. He said the five people that you spend time with and hang with, these are Ella Speaks words, um, determine how far you'll go and um, how you'll develop in yourself, in your belief in yourself. Mm. And I have to tell you, that was a huge awakening for me because as a coach and having been a counselor, um, people want to call you and, you know, have you in their address book to call to tell you what's going on in their life for you to help them process it. And I realized that I had a lot of people that, um, I have to say this so it doesn't come out the wrong way, but people that I really loved and cared for, but instead of celebrating my successes with me, what I got was they were jealous of my successes. Mm -hmm. And here I was trying to help them celebrate theirs, but yet it wasn't, um, I didn't get the equivalent back. Or they only called me when they had something they wanted me to help them through or to what I call um, dump. They just wanted to call and say what was going on bad in their life. They don't want you to fix it or they want you to commiserate with it. And so I have started in my own life and what I've been teaching in my Wildly Wealthy Women seminar is you don't let people call and dump. You don't go there. You help them see the positive in it. If they're not willing to learn the lesson, and see what they've learned and how they can do it better, you don't spend time with those people. So, you know, I mean, it, and it's amazing to, especially women who are being taught that we're nurturers and caregivers, to all of a sudden say, 
you know, I have people who don't call me anymore to do that. After I start trying to help them work through what they have learned from it, um, what was the lesson that they needed, and how could they do it differently, that's not what they want, and they don't bother to call me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. have you had that experience? Sure. Yeah. I think I think what you're saying is, and this is what I'm hearing, is that if you... If you can do what you need to do and you do it for yourself and you surround yourself with the right people and you keep that the high road, let's say, the people not on the high road will either go away or they won't bother you because you're on a different plane. Does that make sense? That makes sense. And that's exactly when you vibrate at a different frequency. Right. You're going to draw people who vibrate at that frequency. Right. All right, we're going to take a break. My guest today is Ella Speaks. She's a renowned talk show host, speaker, writer, and spiritual life coach. After retiring from the Air Force, she promised herself to do only the things she loves. And she has a program called Have a Love Affair with Yourself, 28 Days Challenge. And she talks about how to create and fall in love with your life and your circumstances. And Ella, you are, your show is on Ella Speaks, You Prosper Show, on KTLR AM 890 on Mondays 9 to 10.30, and that's Central Standard Time, and that's in Oklahoma City? Yes, absolutely. Oklahoma City. Okay, folks, uh, stay tuned. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. We'll be right back. From our home to your speakers... VoiceAmerica.com Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy-to-understand tools and tips. With his weekly guest, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. Ever wonder what are the favorite travel destinations of the Hollywood Jet Set? Where do celebrities like to go when they aren't walking the red carpet? Tune in to Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk with President of Traveris, David Manning, and Lisa O'Hurley, golf aficionado and wife of actor John O'Hurley. On Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa talk with well-known actors, sports celebrities, and entertainment insiders to find out about their favorite travel destinations and what they recommend. On Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa also offer up feature vacations each week and last-minute deals for your next getaway. Find out what's new and exciting in the travel industry, as well as how to raise money for your nonprofit organizations while enjoying a wonderful vacation. Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk with David Manning and Lisa O'Hurley broadcasts each Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk, your inside look into celebrities and travel. Go beyond success and discover a deeper meaning to life. Join host Jeffrey Gitterman and his guests, the premier thought leaders in business, 
politics, science, spirituality, and culture, who have reached the pinnacle of financial and professional attainment in their fields, only to discover a profound lack of fulfillment with what our culture defines as success. So won't you tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time to Jeffrey Getterman and Beyond Success, redefining the meaning of prosperity, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. VoiceAmerica.com To find out what it costs and all... Hi everyone, we are back. You are listening to Positive Living and I'm Patricia Raskin. You know, I've been on with Voice America now. I'm in year number five. I came on kind of at the beginning of the Internet, not at the very beginning, but in the early stages. And I'm, I'm excited about the Internet because I really think this is a wave of the future, and Voice America certainly is on that curve, and they have just grown tremendously in the last five years. They started with Voice America, and now they have about six different networks, and they're all wonderful with great, great uh, speakers and authors as well as great hosts. My guest today is Ella Speaks. She is a talk show host, speaker, writer, and spiritual life coach. After retiring from the Air Force, she promised herself to do only the things that she loves. And she's talking about a program that she teaches called Have a Love Affair with Yourself, 28 Days Challenge. And she is the host of the show, You Prosper, and it's in uh, Oklahoma City on AM 890 KTLR on Mondays 9 to 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Welcome back, Ella. Thank you, All right, talk about what you do when you teach your program, um, the 28 Days Challenge, and actually it's called Have a Love Affair with Yourself. Yes. Um, what I do is starting out, we start to define love. You know, what is love? Is it that romantic love that we all see on TV? Because you and I both know that's not always reality. Um, and then we start to look at what does love mean? Um, love is loving yourself, learning to really like yourself. And that means that you like the way you talk, the way that you're able to connect with another person. Um, you love that you're in work that you absolutely love and have passion for, um, that you love your spouse or your partner. Um, that you love your children. But then when you get back to loving yourself, that means that you do things that nurture you. You choose healthy food. Maybe everybody in your family likes um, fried and greasy things. You try to get them to eat that, but if they don't, you choose to eat foods that nourish and um, nurture you and that give you the energy and vitality that you wear clothes that you absolutely love. I thought, um, I don't know if you saw the Oprah where she had talked to one of the designers in France, and his question to her was, he said, do you love what you wear? And she came back and cleaned out her closets because he said, if you don't love it, don't wear it. Everyone will know that you don't love that outfit. So when I say that, do you remember ever wearing something, Patricia, or buying it because you just don't know what to do and you didn't really love it? Yeah, one of the things that I used to do, and I'm, I'm trying to get away from it, and I think I was conditioned this way, is I would buy because it was on sale. 
And even though now what I do is I try to get it on sale, but I only buy it if I love it. And I really only buy things I love now because I used to have all these things, and, you know, some of them were very nice, but they weren't getting worn. So now I'm really careful, and and I've also and I also found that I was buying things that sometimes I would buy four things they were on sale, but the thing I really loved was the price of those four. And I remember doing that, and I said, you know what? But I really love that. I don't need those other three. And I bought the one, and I wore it about ten times. So yes, I I've really grown to that, and I think it's very important. I think because it's how you feel about yourself. Yeah, I think that is so true. And I've talked to women, and I think it's amazing. We all have been conditioned to go to a makeup counter um, and learn how to put on makeup. Uh, Well, many of us have. And so you go into a makeup counter, and you let the makeup expert make you up. And I can't tell you how many times I felt like I was a streetwalker when they would make me all up with all these colors and, and everything. And they would be saying, you need to buy this, you need to do this, don't you look wonderful? And at first, there were times I would spend hundreds of dollars and walk out with stuff when I didn't even like it on my face. And then I learned that um, that's not me. And I've talked to other women who have done the exact same thing. So it's like we think experts should tell us what we should do that we love. And the greatest gift that I can give a person is help you to go back, one of them, and look at what do you really love. And if you don't love it, it doesn't matter what society says. It doesn't matter even to a certain extent what your significant other says. You need to look at yourself, and when you put that makeup on, you put your clothes on, um, you put that smile on your face, you need to feel that this is you. You're showing the world your beauty. You're not letting the world define it. You're giving them the beauty from inside, and it is expressing outward. And that's one of the greatest comments I've had with the women that I've been working with is learning that it's okay for them to say no and just to love them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, makeup, clothes. And, and you know, it's funny, Ella, because what you're saying, and I I write a newspaper column and I find what, what we're talking about is so simple. It's such common sense. I mean, anybody who listens would nod their head and say, of course, of course, of course. But we don't do it. That's exactly right. Why is that? Well, because we've been taught it's not okay. You know, um, there's a company called Arbonne. And I found what was amazing is a lot of women that are from the 60s, we grew up without a lot of makeup. 60s, 70s, the hippie era, you know, natural was beautiful. People with all the fake makeup, you know, that was being a fake person. Well, our children have not grown up with that, and people really after the 60s, 70s didn't grow up with that so much. And I found it interesting. There's two or three Arbonne women who are kind of like young hippies. They don't wear makeup. They may wear a tiny bit of blush. They may or may not wear mascara. And I have listened to women say to them, you sell Arbonne? How can you sell Arbonne? You don't wear a lot of makeup. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and so here's the ticket, and you tell me what you think, but this has had a lot of ahas from people. We have been taught that our natural beauty is not beautiful. 
So if our natural beauty is not beautiful, then we're not beautiful without putting something on and for some people being fake. And that's what you're talking about here. You're talking about the inner beauty. Absolutely. And, and you can have both. Yes. That's what's so important. Yeah, you can wear makeup. Uh, and uh, one lady said, well, you know, I have a lot of makeup on. I said, but do you feel beautiful? She said, yes. I said, if you didn't have the makeup on, how would you feel? I wouldn't feel beautiful. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. For her, at this point in her life, she has to have all of that makeup. Mm -hmm. The thing I love most about French women, and I spent, courtesy of the Air Force, four years in Germany. And I would go to Paris because I love the Louvre and I love art. And the thing I think is most amazing, French women don't look like they wear makeup. They look look like it's their inner beauty radiating out. But when you talk to a French woman, she will tell you all the makeup she has on and you would not believe it. I mean, it's not that they don't wear makeup. Their belief is their beauty is natural, and they're only enhancing what they have, not trying to make it look different. Yes. So that's the natural aspect. All right. Now, translate this over for men. How would you talk to men about loving themselves and taking care of themselves? For men, loving themselves and taking care of themselves really tends to be more about their pocketbook. And um, when you talk about clothes, although for some men, in um, men who are like work out, say a mechanic or a carpenter, um, someone who works for the telephone company, they're out getting dirty and that kind of thing, they'll say, well, I can't look, I can't always look good. And my thing is, it's how you carry yourself. It's the projection that you put out to people and that your body and your clothes always say that you love yourself, that you're clean. And for me, it's, it's knowing that the things that they keep up, like their, their hands, their nails, um, that kind of thing, if they're in a maintenance kind of position, that still gives that image, even though they may wear a uniform. And in the military, you wear a uniform. So that inner beauty comes out. Uh, for a man that works in an office, you always want to look good. You want people to see you in the image that you want to project. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's in, you know, taking a little time to make sure that the clothes you have on you love. Um, the way I think military men show their inner essence is by watches and rings. I mean, that's really the only thing they have that they can tell you how they feel about themselves in something they love mm-hmm. in the form of clothing, and really for, for women also. So, you know, it's just expressing that inner beauty outward in whatever you have on. All right. We're going to take a break, and I want to remind people that you have your own radio show, and it is called The You Prosper Show on KTLR AM 890 on Mondays from 9 to 1030. So you're on an hour and a half every week. Yes, I am. And that's wonderful. And we'll talk more about that after the break. And that's in Oklahoma City. Your website is ellaspeaks.com, E-L-L-A-S-P-E-A-K-E-S.com.
And Ella is a talk show host, speaker, writer, and spiritual life coach. After retiring from the Air Force, she promised herself only to do the things that she loves. And we're talking about her program, Have a Love Affair with Yourself, a 28 Days Challenge, which shows us how to create and fall in love with our life and our circumstances. And when we come back, Ella will talk more about how to fall in love with your life, how to change it if you're not in love with it, and also about more about her program, Have a Love Affair with Yourself, and her radio show. Folks, you're listening to Positive Living. Remember, we're on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and we broadcast on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern and noon Pacific. My website is raskinresources.com, and my book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, it's in its second edition coming out in the near future, and you can log on to raskinresources.com and find out about that. And all of the shows, Positive Living programs, are archived on voiceamerica.com, and you can get there through my site as well. Stay tuned, folks. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. We'll be right back. Conversation at a click of a mouse. VoiceAmerica.com Wine and Women is not your boring wine geek show. It is rather a fresh, fast-paced approach featuring interesting stories and entertaining segments about wine and wine-related topics through a warm and chatty format that will appeal especially to women, men optional. Hosted by wine connoisseurs and luxury lifestyle experts, Julie Brosterman, Lisa Kring, Sharon Borston, and Jeanette Oku, Wine and Women takes listeners to Napa, Sonoma, and other wine regions worldwide to meet the best as well as the newest wine makers, to restaurants to meet top chefs and sommeliers, to wine-themed spas, wine country getaways, even into supermarket wine aisles where Women and Wine Angels swoops down and helps shoppers to get their wine picks and more. Women and Wine broadcasts each Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Women in Wine, enjoying life one sip at a time. Hey, Dad. What? I can't get the ketchup bottle open. Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Had an accident? The people you may encounter may be attorneys, doctors, and insurance agents. How do you protect yourself and your family? Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff, an experienced trial attorney and former legislator. Attorney Woodruff and his expert guests assist and inform on what to do in a crisis, what steps to take, what to avoid, and most important, what you need to know to get through the process. Meeting by Accident broadcasts every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Because being informed makes all the difference. Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, everyone. 
We're back. You're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. Today, my guest is Ella Speaks, talk show host, speaker, writer, and spiritual life coach. After retiring from the Air Force, she promised herself only to do the things she loves. We're talking about her program that she teaches, Have a Love Affair with Yourself, 28 Days Challenge, which talks about how to create and fall in love with our life and our circumstances. Ella can be heard on the radio on KTLR AM 890, on Monday mornings from 9 to 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time in Oklahoma City. And her website is ellaspeaks.com, which is E-L-L-A-S-P-E-A-K-E-S.com. Welcome back, Ella. Thank you. All right, well, we're talking about, you know, having a love affair with yourself and having the things that you want. What do you say to folks who don't have the life that they want to have? And, you know, they have some pretty strong mental programs, as you said about not deserving it or being in relationships that aren't serving them, what do you say to those people? Well, I ask them to decide what it is they don't want in their life because most of the times when you ask someone to tell you what they would like to have, they draw a blank. I mean, literally, you'll see them sit there and be stumped. So I ask them, okay, what do you not want? And they'll start to make this huge list of everything they don't want. I mean, we're really ingrained with the negatives of what we don't want. Right. And so then I ask them to go over and say, if you don't want this, what's the opposite of that? So if you don't want to have bills that you can't pay, the opposite is to be able to have the finances to pay that. If you don't want a person who treats you badly or beats you up, the opposite of that is to have a person who loves and appreciates you. And so as they start to see what they don't have or what they don't want, and they start to focus on what they do want in their life, um, they can start to look at it and make that change. And then what I ask them to do is take one thing that they could easily do not the really major thing that would change everything right now, but what's one small thing you could do that would make you appreciate or have this quality. Mm. For some people, um, the easiest one, and we've heard it over and over, is if you're overweight, what's one thing you could do? Well, it would be to eat less. But say instead of that, say that you decided that um, you are going to change a dessert from cheesecake, which is one of my favorites, to an apple because you really like apples. So you could make that one change from cheesecake to apples. Um, the other thing you could ask is, okay, if you love cheesecake, don't deprive yourself, but what if you only took three or four bites of cheesecake and let everyone else share it because that says, you know, oh, my gosh, this cheesecake is so good. It was the perfect end to a perfect meal. Mm-hmm. So, so you're not depriving yourself is what you're saying. Absolutely. We do not deprive ourselves of anything. We look at a small change we can make that still makes us feel wonderful. It feeds the need to be nurtured, to be appreciated. So if you are looking for a man to bring you candy, what if you go out and buy your own little box of candy and every time when you eat that candy, you think about how joyful it is that you have the money to be able just to have this piece of chocolate and enjoy it mm. and indulge in it and truly indulge in that chocolate. Get the very best chocolate you can afford to buy and just appreciate when you're eating that chocolate, think about how good it is. 
and think about how wonderful you are that you have the home you have you live in and that you're able to to just sit down and enjoy this chocolate. So it's about moving from the things that aren't working and find little things to appreciate in your life so that we start to appreciate the things that do work, even if it's only one baby step at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that but, I But think how do you handle it if you're in a relationship that's tough so that you may be doing that, but then you somehow don't feel, you know, it doesn't feel good because you... In a sense, you're being beaten down. Absolutely. That question is really valuable because when you are beaten down and people tell you about how much you're doing wrong, they never appreciate what you're doing right, what you start to do is you you really, um, and I know this is going to sound kind of funny for things, but the best thing I suggest that a person do is they start to write what they appreciate about the other person in a book. Mm-hmm. Now, that's going back to the law of attraction. And, again, I want to say the law of attraction says the energy we put out, the vibration, is what we get back. So what you want to do is you want to make sure that when you give a vibration out, you're putting out what the other person and then you start to take responsibility for yourself. And if you can, you move yourself out of the situations to where you're being emotionally. If you're physically, I hope that you'll literally move out and away from the um, perpetrator, is my word for it, but the abuser. Um, and then you start to say, I don't have to take this and find ways to remove yourself from being around these people. Now, if you're in a marriage and you have children and you don't have a job and you have no place to go, then you have to ask yourself if someone is being physically or emotionally violent and abusive to you, what can you do to remove yourself from this situation? Sometimes it's a wake-up call to the person. You say that if you do this, you know, I'm not going to be here anymore. I'm I'm not going to take it. Um, You, again, start to try to think about safe things and see yourself in a safe environment with loving people. If you can find something good, you put that energy out positively on what you do appreciate in them so that you can start having it back. But you don't stay in an abusive relationship. You find that way out through it. If it's the YWCA, who most of them have a... um, a house or a place to stay for people who are in a threatening situation. Um, I thoroughly encourage anyone in that position to move out of that. And um, but then in the uh, in in just a relationship where it's not going bad, where it's they don't appreciate you, but they're not abusive. You start to really look at how can you again see the things that you appreciate in them, tell them that you will not be treated this way, and don't engage. You know, so many times we have these buttons and we know how to press it in each other. Mm -hmm. And I want to say that it's really easy to press somebody else's button and to engage in it. And it's almost like it's beyond a habit. It's a It's an addictive quality. Mm. Um, And then, you know, you treat people how you want to be treated. So 
you don't yell back at them. You tell them that you're going to take a time out and that when both of you can come back and talk and share um, what's going on, you'll come back and talk with them. And then you break off and you go and do something for at least an hour and then come back and discuss it. Those are some of the things that you can do. That one is just where you really have to, to really look at what are you willing to take. And for many people, there's not really a good relationship there. And sometimes the answer is just that you cut your losses and you look at what you've learned mm-hmm. and then you leave the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one is to see can you can you be in this relationship? Is it a good relationship that has just really fallen on hard times and you can learn to love each other again and be um, positive and loving towards each other? And those are the questions you really have to ask. Yeah. Is there love here? Is this safe? Um, and, you know, you ha- you're the only person that has that answer. But what I have found is people that start to work on loving themselves, their whole world changes. Really? If that relationship... But again, like you said, it's something you have to really want. Yeah. You know, I mean, if, you, if you're... It's something that the, the initiative has to come from you no matter what the strategy is. If you're still hooked or if you're into the abuse, as you said, and you can't get away, it's not going to work. You have to make a conscious effort that... I really don't want this anymore in my life. I want something different. And that's, that's true. You do have to make that effort. And you have to accept personal responsibility. You know, I think the greatest thing, damage that we've done in America is we have not taught people that they're responsible. It's almost like we're saying someone else is responsible. And I don't know for you, Patricia, but... This is my second marriage, and I really came in teaching my husband how to show me to appreciate me and what I expected that says, you know, I appreciate, I love you, such as flowers and going out to dinner. And so I trained him totally different than my first husband. And, you know, I learned so much in that first marriage. I learned some of the things that worked. I learned a lot of what doesn't work. And... Again, the greatest thing I learned from that marriage was if I don't love me, no one else is going to love me. Well, and, that, you know, that's the most important thing. All right, we're going to talk more about loving yourself. We're going to talk more about how you can have the relationship and the life that you want and more about Ella's radio program as well after the break. My guest is Ella Speaks, and her website is ellaspeaks.com. E-L-L-A-S-P-E-A-K-E-S dot com. She's a talk show host, speaker, writer, and spiritual life coach. After retiring from the Air Force, she promised herself to do only the things that she really loves. And we're talking about her program that she teaches many people, Have a Love Affair with Yourself, 28 Days Challenge, which shows us how to create and fall in love with our life and our circumstances. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. You can call in after the break at 866-472-5788. And we're here on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. You're listening again to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. We'll be right back.
From our home to your speakers, voiceamerica.com. Albert Einstein once said, nothing happens until something moves. Will your movement towards realizing a dream, making a long-lasting change to your life, or simply putting a daily smile on your face is just a click away. Tune into Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney and free your mind, open your heart, and ignite action in your life. Host and commander in change, empowerment coach, and international speaker, Scott Chesney shares his insights to making the most out of your daily lives. Scott interviews people who are maximizing their lives, the most recognizable transformationalists and leaders around the world, as well as those hometown heroes that move, touch, and inspire the best in all of us. Stay tuned into Maximizing Life for Scott's one-on-one coaching with callers. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney broadcasts each Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney, inspiring you to live life with passion, purpose, and limitless potential. West Coast Business Review and host Andy Campbell presents Show Me the Business. Each week, you'll hear exciting guests give you vital information on advancing your business and career. Learn how others have built their empires, from best-selling authors to renowned entertainers. Listen every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific time on VoiceAmericaRadio.com. Visit our website at www.WestCoastBusinessReview.com. West Coast Business Review's Show Me the Business, connecting you to the business world. Live in the Green Life with Kim Carlson, echopreneur, author, and green living maven, brings you an upbeat, fun exploration of the doables of living a more earth-friendly life. Kim cuts through the noise and urban myth of green do's and don'ts and shows that it is possible to live green easily, from hip organic weddings to exotic echo travel to healthy personal care products. Get the most current trends and tips from the experts for living a more planet-friendly and human lifestyle. Live in the Green Life with Kim Carlson, broadcast each Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Living the Green Life for a human, healthy, and planet-friendly lifestyle. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. My guest today is Ella Speaks. She's a talk show host, speaker, writer, and spiritual life coach. After retiring from the Air Force, she promised herself only to do the things she loves, and that's how she lives her life and teaches others. Through her program, Have a Love Affair with Yourself, 28 Days Challenge. Welcome back, Ella. Oh, thank you, Patricia. It's, an, it's a pleasure being here. Good. And her website is ellaspeaks.com, S-P-E-A-K-E-S. Isn't it interesting that your name is Speaks? Isn't it? I married that name. <laughs> so yes, a perfect and, name for speaking. Really, people don't. They think it's a, a stage name, and it's not. Well, tell us some things, some specific things that we can do that really lift us up to a higher vibration and help us really love ourselves more. Well, there are many things we can do, but one of the things that I think you can look at is what can you do. Um, that fits in your budget, that really is just fun. You can go out to movies, go out to a movie uh, with girlfriends, with your significant other, or even you can have a girls' night or men's night at the house watching movies, um, eating your favorite foods, and just chatting. You can go for a massage. What better way to experience body love 
then to have someone work out all your kinks and soreness and just really feel good. Or you could even do something that's fun or with your significant other. If you're really trying to create a relationship, you could have a sensual activity. Um, you could choose to go out to a restaurant and have your favorite foods. Like maybe everyone else doesn't really like Thai food, but you have a favorite Thai restaurant. Just take and take an evening and take some time and go out and go to the restaurant. Enjoy yourself. You might even meet someone new um, to add to your power team. Uh, or take a mini weekend vacation. Go to a resort or a hotel or even you could do it at your home. Just unplug the phones, tell people you're away from the we- for the weekend, and take a long bath. Um, get some of your favorite books from the library. Um, just sit down and read and just enjoy yourself. Don't answer to anyone else. Just be with you. And if you want to do an activity that will really help you create the life that you're looking for, there's a wonderful activity where you take a notebook wide-ruled, and you write down all the things that you would like to do. This is your wish list. And then you break them out. If it's a new car, you would write that you'd like a new or like new car. You would write the color, what the seating looks like, um, what it feels like to already own that car. So when you write it, you would write that I have a beautiful new red Lexus. My Lexus has beautiful cream interior, I have a CD player, and I love listening to Bocelli on the CD player. And you would just break that out. What are all the qualities of that? And then you always end it with this or something better for my highest good and the good of all concerned. And you always want to put that the money is there, your car is easily paid for, that you are fully insured and that is easily paid for. So you always cover all of the aspects. And well, so that this sounds like the movie The Secret, which you might want to talk a little bit about. Well, you know, it really is like The Secret. Um, this technique is really more in-depth from the Polly's, Tom and Penelope Polly, whose book is I'm Rich Beyond My Wildest Dreams. I am, I am, I am. And um, in that, The Secret says that what we focus on is what we bring in. So if you're focusing on something that you want to bring in, whether it be a relationship, an item, or quality, you want to list what that is or you want to focus on what that is. I suggest writing it down because that both incorporates your right and your left brain. Um, So you write down on the list what it is. And then I ask people to look at like a God jar. Once you make your list out, you put it in the jar and you concentrate on three items. And those are your three goals, and that's where you're putting your energy at. What you'll find is as you focus on those three goals, as you've identified your list or your order to the universe, and you put it in your spirit jar, God jar, um, creation box, then the universe is working to make that happen. Even though you're working on these three goals, you will find that your other goals that are on that list start to happen. So... It's a wonderful way of incorporating the secret, which is the law of attraction, of focusing on the things we want to come into our life, not giving energy on the things we don't want, but putting our energy on the things that we do want. 
that can be a loving relationship with your soulmate who loves you and appreciates you. It can be a new house. It can be a new house with three bedrooms, two baths. It can be a new car or it can be a like new car that is beautiful and fabulous and you just love driving it and taking your friends in it. Um, It can be new friends, that you have friends that appreciate you, that like to do the same things you like to do, that like to go out to the same restaurants. So it really covers all those qualities. But again, the real key here is what you think, what you give emotion to, and what you visualize and give energy to that visualization is what you will create in your life. It's what you get. And so you take what you want, you figure out exactly what it is, you put the energy and the emotion into it, you make a mini-movie seeing yourself already having these things and experience them and feel what that feels like for you, and then you create it. And it does happen. It works time and time again. Well, it's pretty... um it's pretty amazing, but as you said, it really does work. Oh, it does work. And the movie The Secret has, um, Jack Canfield talks about how he uses to create $100,000 in a year. He fell about $8,000 short in that year, and then he used it next to create a million dollars, which is what the publishers paid him for Chicken Soup for the Soul as an mm-hmm. event. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's very, very powerful. Well, tell us how what you'd like to close with today. If people get one thing out of this program on really making your dreams happen, what would you say? The thing I think to make your dreams happen is that you have to take action on what we've talked about today. If you just think about it, if you think you might like to do it, it will not happen. You must believe. You must love the things that you're bringing into your life. Um, and so you must think, love, feel, and visualize how you want to be, how you want to look, what kind of job that you want to have, what kind of friends that you want to hang with. And when you do that, you will be that. It's the most powerful law, the most powerful thought in the universe. And how do you you get people to really follow that because although it's easy it's uh, you know it's, it's it can be challenging to do well it's very challenging and time is of an issue anymore um, one of the things for the 28 day love affair we've done is we've actually put together a CD that has the letters on it so you can just purchase um, or download the CD um, and you can just print out a letter a day and send that to yourself. Um, if you're really time crunched and you want someone else to do that, we will do that. Um, we will mail you a love letter every day for 28 days. And we also offer an ebook that talks about how you start to love yourself and gives you these letters to where you can just download it, copy the letters on beautiful, beautiful stationery and send them out to yourself. And you can do that by going to my website, which is www.ellaspeaks.com. It will be there on Thursday as we launch the 28-Day Love Affair. Mm. Thank you so much for coming on the program. 
Well, thank you for having me. I really thank appreciate you. it. Wonderful. Ella Speaks, and her website is ellaspeaks.com. Okay, stay on the line. It was wonderful. Next week, my guest is Crystal Nanny, and she is really an amazing guest. Her new book is Sacred Choices, Thinking Outside the Tribe to Heal Your Spirit. She helps us identify the tribal beliefs that are limiting our full potential in all areas so that we can determine whether our tribal beliefs are keeping us on the path of growth or standing in the way of success and happiness and healing. And she is a registered nurse. She really gives us great solutions and really will help us to identify the aspects of our tribe that are uh, bringing us down and preventing us from experiencing ourselves so that we can have the kind of life that we want. Again, Crystal Nanny, her book is Sacred Choices, Thinking Outside, The Tribe to Heal Your Spirit. Folks, you're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. It's an honor and pleasure to be with you each week. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the right support, be around things you love, watch the movie The Secret, and know you can have your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Have a great day. been listening to Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com and tune in next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on VoiceAmerica.com.